Good. Yeah, shitty. How'd your day go? She uh, got up in the morning. Went to church. Took a shower. What they talk about in church today? Uh, talked about like not giving to things that won't bear fruit. Okay. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> what do they mean by that? <laughs> It just means that, you know, like giving to like giving to the church is like an example of what they said is something that'll help you in the end. But if you're just giving money to, I mean, honestly, you could say a homeless man, you know, who's just going to buy drugs, you know, like. That'd be something where you're giving to something that okay. isn't going to bear fruit. At least that was my interpretation of it. Okay, well, I don't know. It doesn't make sense. I don't think the Christian, I don't think the horrible creator would really say that, but okay. Because people would have thought that I was, you know, just doing drugs or whatever. I, I smoked pot, but I wasn't, you know, like always doing something. If that was the case, then a bunch of people would have never gave me money. <laughs> It was an unusual sermon. Yeah, man, you know, I don't know, like, I have a strange feeling it was kind of taken out of context. (laughs) Anyway, who knows? Then went with my minister to go get a lot, well, a frappe latte after. Cool. And then, you know, talk to my family. Then I took a nap, and I've been asleep ever since. Just woke okay. up. So I'm planning on doing the podcast very long. Okay. Probably like an hour. Okay, right on. See, let's see. I was, I just did the radio station in my head most of the day. Uh, But, you know, it's, uh, luckily today wasn't so much drama in the house. That was good. But still, I'm stuck in this place and seeing the real world for what it is, as much as I try to escape from it, but it's, you know, it's still the way it is. It's still, damn, uh, I'm still here, and it's still, this time is still going on, and uh, it's going to be a big pain in the ass and a lot of struggle, I think, before... Uh, Things get good, and then we'll see what happens. I just have a strange feeling it's just going to be a lot of nightmare while I'm 
before things get good. Like when I get back on the street and all that. So we'll see. Yeah. You can tell. I mean, I can tell someone's taking a shower upstairs. Yeah. Yep. I think my turn um, remember I didn't get any? I need to go to, to... Oh, what do you do? Yeah, yeah. Somebody's like, it's not the seven days. <laughs> they just all retarded. <laughs> okay. Kick the cat's, cat's ass. So I was thinking the cat was in heat at first, but then I hear, Row! and then it was just, you know, you know, and then, and then like both cats are just like crying and you know, like I thought they were in heat, but I think they just keep trying to get their food back from the possum, and the possums are kicking the cat's asses and taking the food. <laughs> Everyone feeds the cats to the Koreans that they can get enough money for.
Okay, where were we? <laughs> uh, welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order Show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. I'm Kyle Chaos. So let's see, we're starting... I guess we're Googling now? Yeah. Because we didn't finish that segment, so, so we got, what, uh, 25 more minutes of Google, or is that how it works, or... Yeah. I might have some of those bad ones. I think I might have some of those bad ones. Okay, let me get what I got. Into the. Uh, whatever those bad ones are. Yeah. Okay. Which ones? Oh wait, I moved it. I moved it to the. God, I moved everything to this thing now. Let me find where I moved it to. Okay, where is it? Where is it? I know I got it here somewhere. It's in here. It's, it's where the masks are. Yep, here it is. Here's the. Uh, here's the bad one. Okay, so let's see what's the first what's the first article in Google? One dead and four are critically injured in California church shooting. Mm. 
I guess that's what happens when you try to shoot a church. Now, why would why did someone try to shoot at a church? I mean, like, was the sermon that bad? <laughs> like that shirt? That, I didn't learn anything from this. You're a crappy preacher. That's it. I'm gonna blow your fucking head off. Says a motive is still unclear. Wow. Okay. Well, must have been a must have been a really horrible sermon. Like, damn it! If you're, you're going to make the sermon this boring, I'm going to blow your head off. Yep. Wow. Or maybe it's like someone was sleeping in church, and then and then he the, the pastor woke him up. Like, you just need me up, motherfucker! Bam! 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 Possible. Could have been. Anyways, let's go to the next article, I guess. Amazon's Bezos again blasts Biden administration on inflation, says it's most hurtful to the poor. Okay. Um. Well, that sounds like something the Republicans would say, but okay. I don't know, you know, like, it's just like when a, when a rich person talks about inflation, I just don't take it very seriously. <laughs> Is that a national good next article? I guess. Okay. China economy contracts sharply as COVID zero curbs output. Okay, well, I guess China wants to take everybody's freedom away a lot more than they want their country to do good. But, you know, again, there were originally a communist country, so you'd expect that from China. That's what I mean. They're still communists, so yeah. No. Yeah, no, they broke apart and they they left the communist philosophy. Even though Putin, it, Putin is uh, is dictatorial, but he's still following capitalism in that communist world. China, China is still following communists. They're still the communist party. Putin's party is not a communist party. Okay, well, go go smoke your chairman. Okay, but yeah, I'm flying the yeah, no, I'm flying this house like I am, I am. It's gonna crash really soon. Okay, anyway, so let's see. So we're okay. Should we go to the next article? Yep. Okay. See Congress most comically terrible stock disclosures. Mm, okay. Yeah, let's go into this.
Some members of Congress are submitting comically eligible stock trade disclosures, and nobody on Capitol Hill is doing anything about it. Okay. So what else in this article? Members of Congress are required by law to disclose their stock trades. Mm -hmm. But some lawmakers' disclosures are almost impossible to read. Okay. Government watchdogs accuse some lawmakers of engaging in a transparency theater. Okay. Could be true. <clears throat> the good news, Representative Roe kind of this week did better than in many of his congressional colleagues when he complied with federal conflicts of interest law by submitting timely documents detailing more than 800 recent stock trades made on behalf of his wife, Ritu Kana, and their dependent children. Okay. The bad news, most of the California Democrats' disclosure Disclosures are all but unreadable, more closely resembling black blotches of ink than actual words and numbers. Kana's disclosures, such as they are, underscore how some members of Congress continue. Anyway, what were you saying, Aaron? Some members of Congress continue to struggle with the most foundational aspect transparency of the Stop Trading on Congressional Knowledge Stock Act of 2012. Mm -hmm. Their blurry, garbled, or otherwise haphazard disclosures come as Congress is actively debating whether to ban lawmakers and their families from trading individual stocks altogether. Okay. Might be a good idea. Prompted in part by Insider's Conflicted Congress Project, which revealed numerous stock act violations and conflicts of interest among federal lawmakers. Uh Other lawmakers joining Kana in submitting less than transparent financial disclosures include Representative Doris Matsui, a fellow Democrat from California, who filed a 2020 annual financial disclosure that pushes the boundaries of legibility. Okay. The most recent annual financial disclosure of Representative Michael Guest, a Republican from Mississippi, requires extreme magnification to begin deciphering its abbreviation riddle line items. Okay. Representative Fred Upton, a Republican from Michigan, 
discloses his personal finances using pen and paper, often scratching out mistakes and leaving handwritten notes. His penmanship is distinctive in the margins. Okay. So I guess people gotta ask him what he's writing if they want to find out what he's really saying. They're both these, whoever these people are. Like, what do these abbreviations mean, you know, and all that? Eh, they make enough money doing politics, they should get banned. You know, I mean, it should be banned, definitely. It probably would be a good law to pass. Yeah, I forgot it was some Republican that came up with that idea. Good idea. So yeah, it should be illegal for Congress people to uh, trade stocks as, as much as the businesses tell them like what stocks or what companies are about to go bankrupt and stuff before they go bankrupt and things. Yeah. Are you for and for reading disclosures from Representative Kurt Schrader, a Democrat from Oregon, it may help to have a cryptographer on hand. Hmm. Okay. Publishing information is difficult to use formats, defeats transparency and accountability. Yeah. Which is main enforcement mechanism by which the law works, said Daniel Schumann. Uh-huh. Policy director for nonpartisan demand progress education funds. Okay. So what else? Which is a main enforcement mechanism by which the law works, Daniel Schumann said. Mm-hmm. Policy director for the nonpartisan Demand Progress Education Fund, which advocates for government transparency. Publishing financial documents without the data is secrecy through obscurity in a form of transparency theater that fails to serve the public interest. True. For Connor, the congressman has filed every month on time the same way in his five years in Congress and is always in full compliance, spokesperson Marie Baldessier said. He is committed to transparency and looking into options to make it easier to read the scan of his disclosure forms in the future. Mm-hmm. The originals he files are always very legible. Mm-hmm. Baldesser declined to comment on whether the clerk of the U.S. House 
of representatives in office in Congress that processes and publishes congressional financial disclosures is at fault for Connor's blocky, blurry financial documents. Okay. Clerk of the House of Representatives Cheryl Johnson did not respond to messages left with her office. So they think the clerk, the clerk is maybe helping the politicians to uh, purposely do things that are illegible so no one knows what stocks they're investing in. Possibly. Okay. I mean, if she's not even willing to give the reporters a comment on, on why it's done this way, I'd say that's more probably than possibly. And that's the end of the article. Okay. So a bunch of uh, politicians are... Don't... Still seems like they don't want people to know what, what companies they invest in. That's why they write everything so illegibly. With abbreviations and all that. Anyway, so should we go to the next article? Yeah, Pelosi dismisses calls to link Title 42 to coronavirus funding. Okay. So let's go into this because I heard people say that. So can she prove that that's not happening? (laughs) As much as Biden says he wants that to happen. What's in the article? Give me a second. Okay. House Speaker Nancy Pelosi tells CNN's bash that reinstating a Trump era pandemic order rule has nothing to do with passing additional coronavirus funding. Okay, well, this. Okay. Um, okay. What's uh, what else in the article? It's a video. Okay. For Arby's, we have the meat. Uh, before I let you go, one more thing on the plate of Congress is the coronavirus relief package. The Senate didn't pass it because Republicans want to attach immigration to it, keeping a pandemic border rule called Title 42. Some Senate Democrats are now signaling, well, they're open to passing both of those together. Real quick, yes or no, would you support that? Well, listen, we're observing in these days a million people who have died of COVID. The sadness of this lingers on, causing all kinds of trauma for families, mental health issues, sadness for families. You would think that the Republicans would take that into consideration. They couldn't pass the Ukraine bill with the senators going over to Ukraine empty-handed with a promise. We passed the bill. 
we wanted to put the COVID on there. They said, no. We said, okay, Ukraine, urgent, right this minute, we'll do that. But we have to do the COVID package. There's no use holding it up to blackmail as, as the Republicans are trying to do. We're working on it. We'll find a way. It has to be done because people... Uh, continuing to to um, uh, hear every moment all the time now hopefully not as deadly as the previous uh, COVID-19 but nonetheless we must pass the package and even if it means title 42 is should on. not connect it I don't know why 42 would be on it has nothing to do with it okay but nonetheless I think COVID, I think title the title 42 uh, the president made the right decision. The fact is now that we have to either substitute for it, okay. but we must pass Madam the Madam Speaker, package. I have... That's the end of it. Okay, so it sounds like the Republicans are now playing dirtier than the Democrats were saying. Like, the dem Democrat, like, Biden just threatened not to pass the... Uh, that they wouldn't pass the COVID relief unless the funding for the war went with it. I thought that's what we were reading last time. And the Republicans are really going through on this going, we're not going to pass the COVID relief unless uh, you pass with it, that you're going to mess with Mexican people. <laughs> so I don't know. I mean, that's playing dirtier. I mean, that's just to me, the Republicans playing dirty, but okay. I don't know. Uh, should we go to the next article? Pope Francis at canonization, like new saints, let's live God's dream joyfully. Okay, what the hell does that mean? I don't know. Uh, where's your head at? <laughs> I don't really one. care. I mean, either. Let's go to the next article. You know, we, we, we gave the Pope attention last time. He always says something crazy to try to get our attention. I think this time, let's not give him the attention. Because I don't really want to wear the Pope hat. <laughs> Elon Musk says Twitter manipulating users issues a how-to on fixing your feed. Oh, okay. Uh, let's say uh, uh, go into this one. Looks like it's another video. Okay. Guess let's watch this video. Video isn't working. Hopefully, there's some article. Elon Musk warned Twitter users that they are being manipulated and advised them to turn off Twitter's algorithmic feed generator Saturday night. Mm -hmm. The billionaire Tesla founder, who is currently in the process of purchasing Twitter, points out the social media giant currently offers users two versions of their feed. 
known as Latest Tweets and Home. The latter are generated by Twitter's algorithm, while the former shows tweets from followed accounts in the order they are sent. They are sent. Okay. Musk advised users to switch to latest tweet immediately. Okay. Cool. So, uh, Musk is showing people how to, uh, make sure that their uh, Twitter feeds, you know, that their, their Twitter account, that they get all the, the, the messages that they're, they want to, they're, they're trying to get. I think that's what he's trying to do. Right on. Uh, should we go to the next article or where's your head at? Yeah, or sure. Okay. And then Biden relaunches the child tax credit efforts. Okay. Um, yeah, let's go into this. Low-income families now have another opportunity to collect the enhanced child tax credit, and they can do so without having to file taxes. Okay. According to CNN, the Biden administration has resumed efforts on the child tax credit, beginning outreach to low-income families eligible for more money. Okay. The administration is directing parents to an online portal. There they will be able to enter the information needed to claim the credit. Okay. Childtaxcredit.gov and getctc.org both have information on the online portal, which was relaunched on Wednesday. Okay. For children under the age of six, families can receive 3600 per child. If the child is above the age of six, but no more than 17 years old, families will get 3000 per child. Well, so some of those people that got screwed over when it was discontinued are going to be happy again. Yeah. So that's something good that Biden's doing. That's something that Biden's doing is helping people without money. That have kids. Yeah. Okay, uh, what else is in the article? Initially, families received the child's tax credit monthly payments of 300 to 250 From July to December 2021, the rest of the 3600 and 3000 amounts should have been claimed when parents filed their 2021 fi- fixes. That's the end of the article. Okay. Um, um, what else is in the article? Nothing. Okay, so yeah, so cool. At least that's happening. 
again, that's something good Biden's doing to help people about money that have kids. So let's go to the next article. Uh, Jeff Bezos rips Biden's misdirection on inflation, says Manchin saved Democrats from themselves. Okay. Um, I don't know. It could be looked that way. But again, this is coming from a rich dude, so why would we pay attention to what the, the rich dude is saying? Then, uh, should we go to the next article or do you want to go into this or where's your head at? I want to go into it. Do you want to go into it? Yeah. Okay, let's go into it. Yes, what's in the article? Uh... Amazon founder Jeff Bezos took aim at President Biden, arguing Biden administration's misdirection is harmful to the country, while pinning the blame for inflation on the president. In fact, the administration tried hard to inject even more stimulus into an already overheated inflationary economy, and only Manchin saved them from themselves, Bezos said on Twitter Sunday. Inflation is a regressive tax that most hurts the least affluent. Misdirection doesn't help the country. Okay. The Bezos tweet came in response to one from Biden. (laughs) Who touted the fact that the deficit has been cut by $1.5 over the past year. Under my predecessor, the deficit increased every single year, Biden said. This year, we're on track to cut the deficit by $1.5 trillion, the biggest one-year decline ever. It matters to families. Because reducing the deficit is one of the main ways we can ease inflationary pressures. But circles have argued that much of the deficit reduction has been due to expiring pandemic spending. Okay. Noting that the president was aiming for even more spending before his plans were defeated in Congress. Okay. The president's actions to date have not been reduced deficits but instead increase them. The Committee for a Responsible Federal Budget wrote in an analysis of Biden's claim that he had reduced the deficit. Between the American Rescue Plan, the bipartisan infrastructure law, and various executive orders, we estimate at least $2.5 trillion has been added to deficits through 2031 over the President's term so far. Bezos pointed out that the president's plans for larger spending were largely thwarted by Senator Joe Manchin, Democrat West Virginia, who opposed some of Biden's infrastructure bill and his Build Back Better legislation. 
Okay. But I still think the Build Back Better legislation would have helped us. But, uh, okay, it didn't wind up passing. And that's uh, the end of the article. Okay. So that's what uh, Jeff Bezos is saying about uh, how he thinks Biden is causing the inflation. So anyway, uh, let's go to the next article. California is in a water crisis, yet usage is way up. Officials are focused on the wrong problem, advocates say. Okay, so let's go into the article. Looks like it's a video. Okay, let's watch a video. We're waiting for it to load. We all walk through neighborhoods where lawns are so over-irrigated that they're creating a small stream on the street. We just have to eliminate that level of water waste. As the mega drought drags on in the West. First time in our history, a hundred year history, unprecedented. Mandatory water restrictions are on the horizon for six million people. We can't wait till the middle of the summer because it'll be too late. And I don't want anybody to turn their faucet and not have water. The Metropolitan Water District of Southern California is asking residents to cut their water usage by 35%, while also mandating that either water limits are put in place or outdoor watering be restricted to one day a week in parts of Los Angeles, Ventura, and San Bernardino counties beginning June 1st. The impacted communities don't get their water from the Colorado River Basin, but instead from the State Water Project, which pipes water down from the northern Sierra Nevada mountains and the Sacramento-San Joaquin River Delta. The state has cut the water that comes to us by two-thirds, and that's because of there's no supply. Indeed, there isn't. There's not very much snow here. Marking the end of the wet season, California measured only 4% of the April average for its snowpack, basically a frozen reservoir that accumulates snow over the winter. The May measurement was no snow. As temperatures warm in the spring, that snow melts off, runs downstream, and ends up providing about 30% of the state's water needs. At least that is what should happen. Climate change is accelerating in alarming ways uh, and faster than scientists predicted even 10 or 20 years ago. And that means we have to move very quickly. The drought is more broadly apparent at Lake Mead. The nation's largest reservoir, which supplies water to some 40 million people across seven states and Mexico. The water line has dropped so low in the lake that it's exposed a water intake valve in service since 1971. The Southern Nevada Water Authority activating a newer low lake pumping station to still be able to access water for its customers. Coming online is also a symbol of how serious the situation is on the Colorado River right now. While the cuts are frustrating to some. To kill everything that we've got it's ridiculous officials say it's a matter of health 
and safety. We need to right now conserve every drop, make sure it's only used for basic health services, our livelihood, our indoor usage, and not water our lawn. Yeah. Okay. Well, that's for real. Or we're in a serious fucked up water situation here in LA, and climate change is uh, part of what's causing this. So yeah, uh, let's go to the next article. House aides warned to prepare for bombshells ahead ahead of January sixth here. Okay, uh, let's go into this article. You don't think that'll be supposition? Okay, since it's probably coming from, I'm guessing it's coming from the Congress people that are putting together the, uh, I think they're putting together the hearings, so... Maybe they'd know what kind of questions they're trying to ask and who they're trying to get answers from. It's not coming from the House members. It's coming from the aides. Okay. So would they know what the House members are talking about? or? I guess that's what they're claiming. Okay, well, maybe they do. That's why I, I don't know. I'm trying to see if they know what... Uh, what the people that are doing this thing are, are trying to aim at. Aides to members on the January 6th committee were warned to prepare for bombshells ahead of public hearings. The committee subpoenaed top Republicans last week, including House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy. The televised public hearings are scheduled to begin on June 9th. Mm-hmm. What else in the article? They're not willing to show anymore. Well, actually, yeah, they are. Chiefs of staff and other aides to members of the House Select Committee investigating January 6th. They keep repeating that. The warning came Friday on a weekly call with committee staff, citing two sources that were on the call. <laughs> a security mm-hmm. meeting with the U.S. Capitol is scheduled... Capitol Police is scheduled for May 20th to prepare lawmakers and their staff for the public hearings, which are due to begin on June 9th. Mm-hmm. Last week, the January 6th committee issued subpoenas for House Minority Leader Kevin McCarthy, as well as Representatives Jim Jordan, Scott Perry, Mo Brooks, and Andy Biggs. Mm-hmm. All of the subpoenas demand that the lawmakers appear for depositions by the end of the month. Although it remains unclear how the committee will move to enforce the demand if Republicans refuse to cooperate. Representative Jamie Raskin, who serves on the January 6th committee, said he believes his Republican colleagues will join the vast majority of people and cooperate with the investigation. We have every reason to believe that members of Congress will comply with their legal and moral duty to participate. Mm -hmm. Sources on the call with January 6th staff did not say whether the committee intends to issue more subpoenas, according to Axios. Okay. And that's the end of the article. Okay. 
See, I thought the AIDS would know more, but they... No, no. Yeah, okay. And that was kind of like a clickbait article, really. Yep, that's what I was figuring. Okay, well, I wasn't thinking that. I thought they really would have had something real to say about this shit. Pelosi, current Supreme Court is dangerous for families and freedom. Okay, well, I'd say it's dangerous for freedom uh, in some ways. In some ways, it's helped freedom. Um, why do they say it's dangerous for families, though? That, that, I don't quite get that. I mean, except, unless it's like siding with the rich so that uh, uh, people will more screwed over and get less handouts or something. But yeah, well, yeah, let's go into this though, and figure out what she's talking about. Or what Nan- figure out what Nancy Pelosi is talking about. It's a video. Okay, uh, let's, let's watch the video. Who would have ever suspected that a creature like Donald Trump would become president of the United States? waiving a list of judges that he would appoint, therefore getting the support of the far right and appointing those anti-freedom justices to the court. So this is not about long game. We played a long game. We won Roe v. Wade a long time ago. We voted to protect it over time. We have have elected a Democratic House of Representatives that is (laughs) pro-choice. I didn't say very much. Okay, I think he's, she's talking more about how we're losing freedom. I don't think she said it was, how it was dangerous to freedom. I don't think she said anything about how it was dangerous to families. So, okay. I thought she had more to say than that, but okay. Uh, let's go to the next article. Uh, There's more article. Okay, yeah, let's go into the article because maybe she says more. Pelosi, during an interview with co-anchor Dana Bash on CNN's State of the Union, said if the court scales back abortion rights on the federal level, restrictions on marriage equality could be next. Okay, so it would have a bad effect on gay families. But yeah, no, I think that probably would be next. That's, you know, this is... The beginning of the tyranny of Jesus coming back into the country in a huge way. In every game that uh, we've gotten in implementing Lucifer's throne in the country being uh, taken back. Let's not take our eye off the ball. The ball is the court, which is dangerous to the freedoms of our country. Beware in terms of marriage equality. Beware in terms of other aspects of it. So it is, let's not waste our time on that. Okay. And this is why people have to mobilize. My saying is we don't agonize, we organize. We go out there and make sure people know that if they actually, actually elections have consequences. 
Politico sent shockwaves throughout the country earlier this month when it published a draft majority opinion on Roe v. Wade. The House shortly afterward passed a bill report that called for codifying Roe v. Wade on a federal level. The legislation, however, was later blocked in the Senate by Republicans and Senator Joe Manchin. Uh Protests have broken out across the country in the wake of the report with many abortion rights supporters warning that overturning the nearly 50-year precedent could lead to decreases in other protections. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe that. And that's the end of the article. Okay. Now let's go to the... Uh... Yeah, no, I, th- I think uh, Nancy Pelosi is telling is uh, telling us the truth on this. I mean, it's definitely uh, these Supreme Court justices are definitely bringing the tyranny of Jesus back into this country. And probably going to stop uh, all the gains that uh, those of us who aren't Christians have made. Anyway, uh, so let's go on to the next article. Top NYPD official decries ghost gun threat, blames it on bail reform. Uh, I don't know. I don't blame it on either one. I don't blame it on... I don't think there's the ghost guns are so much of a heavy threat. And, uh, I don't know, if bail reform is causing this, then that's still making it so that uh, poor people can get, uh, finally get revenge on rich people and make uh, rich people's lives difficult. Anyway, um, yeah, let's go into this article. An NYPD bigwig blamed bail reform for the number of guns flooding the Big Apple streets and worried about the proliferation of untraceable ghost guns in a radio interview that aired Sunday. There has not been a time in modern history where this many people have been walking around with guns, not fearful of the consequences. Well, I don't think we should be fearful of the consequences. It's just, uh, you know, there there is no safe place on planet Earth. You know, it's just the way it is. Right, what else in the article? See, so you see the triangle of quality of life crimes lead to people involved in other violations of the law, including violent crimes. Miller said. Okay, yeah. 
City and police officials have made shootings a priority in terms of crime fighting, with the NYPD launching special anti-guns teams to combat the scourge. Okay, I don't know if I'd call it a scourge, but okay. Police Commissioner Key Chance Sewell has said the department is making noticeable headway through its increased patrols and neighborhood safety teams. Mm-hmm. Nearly 70% of those busted by the new anti-gun units have a prior criminal history. But as the Post revealed last month, some suspects allegedly busted with weapons by the teams were allowed to walk free within hours of their arrest thanks to lax judges and bail reform. Okay. Yeah, Mike, I saw that. But yeah, um, I don't know. I still think that this is a way that... uh, Poor people can finally get revenge against uh, the rich people. In the interview, Miller also sounded the alarm about the number of so-called ghost guns. Firearms without serial numbers that are bought in parts and built, spiking and adding to the dangerous mix. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I still think it, it uh, makes us a more free country. It makes us more able to, uh, I think ghost guns make us a more free country and, and give us the ability to uh, fight against the militarized cops and the National Guard the next time they try to uh, stop the next revolution if our country ever, be- if, if our country becomes as uh, draconian as Australia or Canada, and if this World Health Organization uh, uh, treaty, if the changes to the World Health Organization treaty are ratified, then our country might do that because the whole world is going to go more socialist when the next biological warfare happens, which could be really soon after this treaty is ratified. There's companies that sell the parts and then you log on to a YouTube video and it tells you how to assemble the parts. Miller, who has met with the ATF in D.C. about the guns, said. Mm -hmm. I think that freed a lot of people. It it helped us more be able to fight a revolution when... uh, Because of the the creation of the ghost guns in in this YouTube video. Under the current federal law, which is about to change, because they're selling parts not a completed firearm, it's not considered a firearm by these companies. Nobody's getting a background check. Nobody has a license. Nobody has a permit. It's called it's equalizing uh, 
people that don't have money. Equalizing us in, in being able to fight the National Guard and the militarized police. Welcome back to the Kyle Chaos and Aaron Order show. I'm your host, Aaron Order. And I'm Kyle Chaos. Well, tune in then next time when we hear about how we're being screwed with and how we're trying to stop ourselves from being screwed with. Oh, yeah, that's another article I forgot to mention. The, uh, we stopped ourselves from being screwed with by the tax child tax credit coming back, uh, by uh, Biden bringing back the child tax credit. But most articles were pretty much about how we're being screwed with. Oh, except for that people, because people created ghost guns, uh, were being, and because of the bail reform, were being less screwed with. Pretty much. All right. Get out of here, you hippies. Oh, this hippie is bailing. All right. Please. Peace.